give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the COVID sessions, where me, Joe, and me, Caleb, go to our living room and watch one of the movies that went on demand. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a fun time here at uh, at the Hot Trash Unlimited studios. Um, and by a fun time in the Hot Trash Unlimited studios, I mean in the world. <laughs> so yeah, theaters are closed, but luckily we have a backlog of... Um, episodes that because of many reasons we haven't had a chance to get out. And since a lot of those movies that we were going to see in theaters are on streaming now, we'll just keep making these homebound episodes. But Joe, what did we see this week? We saw The Hunt, the most talked about movie of 2020 that no one has seen yet. And probably no one will because, oh man. Uh, Yeah. And you know, I think if they do, not not many people are going to talk about it. No. I it's gonna. It's actually gonna get talked about less because of people seeing it. Joe, what's the hunt about? The hunt is about twelve people, twelve just southern. Uh, I was gonna say gentlemen, but women too. And they're not all southern. Ike Barinhall was from Staten Island. True. You get hunted by liberal elites. Yeah. As the movie likes to shove down your throat. Because of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. What is happening? What is all of this? Did you see that article? Every year, these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport. The last I heard, free speech still exists. Don't First Amendment me. It wasn't real. I guess the first thing we should answer, because this is a very politically driven movie, which... It tries to be. It sure does try to be. I don't think if you watch the OG trailer that got this movie in trouble and made it be delayed, I don't think it's you would get that's that political. Mm-mm. Like I definitely like, you know, th- was it okay. Was it the political thing that got it delayed the first time or was it, there was a mass shooting like the week before it came out. I, I thought that was what got it delayed. I thought it was the deplorable. And then they turned it into a but political maybe, thing. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised either way. I will say that while, I don't think either of us loved this movie. The marketing campaign post being delayed was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody called it when it got delayed. They're like, oh, they're going to use Trump as a marketing ploy now. Oh, yeah. Well, they did. I think this movie is off to a bad start when it opens up with like at least two and a half minutes of just texting, Mm. which is fine. I'm all for creative intros and stuff. But if you're, (laughs) I just feel like you're off to a bad start. If I'm having to read a bunch of very contrived text conversations. I was I was making lunch off to the side and Caleb was reading it aloud. <laughs> well, you kind of have to because it's kind of such a like non way to start the yeah. movie. I, I'm used to reading during movies because I watch movies with subtitles a lot. Uh-huh. But just for some reason, this really threw me off. But then we get we get our, our characters. They're in the Hunger Games, I guess. They all wake up. <laughs> well, no, we have, get the plane first. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the plane. That, okay. that, that's just there to remind people that this is a horror movie-ish. Horror. Uh, thriller, action thriller. Excuse for... B-movie. Excuse for some vague politics. <laughs> But we get all the people and we get a solid good 10 minutes of just people being picked off. They get a wake nice up, fake out. Yeah. They get wake, woken up in a field. We think we're following this one blonde lady. They get some guns and then they just start dying. There's fake out after fake out after mm-hmm. fake out. 
before we finally get to our main character, Crystal. Crystal. Crystal May. She's a veteran, which... She was in Afghanistan. Apparently translates to being a super soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while she was in Afghanistan, she got the Captain America serum. Yeah, yeah. She got trained by Black Widow and Hawkeye. (laughs) She can now do all the... It was actually Budapest, not Afghanistan. (laughs) And yeah, then it's just continuing fake outs until we find out halfway through that the whole reason this is going on was because... Those 12 redneck conservative people wanted to cancel all these rich people who, you know, very convincingly were joking about murdering people. It's extremely, (laughs) they, they were very convincingly joking about the plot of the movie that happened. Yeah. And so it turns out into this whole thing where it's like misinformation, but the misinformation turns out to be true and what's true in the end. And the center is the only place to be politically (laughs) because look at all these people and you don't know crystals, political beliefs, and you should be like crystal. Okay, what's wrong with this movie? I think uh <laughs> so it's it's trying to be political, but it's 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 trying its hardest. It's understanding of politics is we're gonna just say things that people do. Like we're, we're just gonna, gonna we're just gonna do all the Twitter hashtags. Yeah, like we're gonna talk about crisis actors, but we're also gonna punch those liberals in the belt. We're gonna joke about how they're all white people who listen to NPR, and you know. I'm a white person who listens to NPR. I'm always here for those kind of jokes. And there was at least one that I found funny, but just it's one of these things where it's like, you're not saying anything. No, they're saying things, but there's nothing behind it. It's all empty. It reminded me a lot of a movie that gets brought up along this podcast that we didn't do an episode about. Black Christmas. I was going to say when we were doing, I was like, man, this is like Black Christmas, except it's kind of entertaining. But- I'd actually It's say, trying to say as much as Black Christmas did, but it's slightly entertaining. I've come up with a word for these type of movies. Bloomhouse movies. No. <laughs> no, because I don't think Black Christmas was Bloomhouse. Yes, it was. Okay, okay. It was SKG or whatever. No, it was Bloomhouse. Um, they're uh, grocery bag politics movies. You Ooh, know, that's you good. Know, you know the classic song, Bedrock? <laughs> I, I, I can make your bed rock. And how one of the lines just ends with someone yelling, and I got a grocery bag. Yeah, it's like that that line means nothing. They just needed something to end the line. This is the same. We want to talk politics. We don't have anything to say. We're just going to throw politics words in there. Politics words, man. Just beautifully phrased. Even down to there's an animal house, like extended reference in this, that basically at the end of the movie, they admit, yeah, this means nothing. This mm-hmm. is kind of dumb. Surface level understanding of animal uh, farm. Yeah, animal, animal farm. farm. What did I say? Animal house. <laughs> At least I didn't say animal crossing. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you like about this movie, Caleb? Oh yeah, there were things that were not the bad things. Um, I I would say the lead actor, who I don't have her name in front of me, was she had a very engaging performance. It was very bizarre. <laughs> had very weird cadences. It's kind the, of like the weird faces she just makes out of nowhere. It's like. A more subdued Nicolas Cage type approach. It really is. She's not going over the top, but she has the facial expressions that are Mm -hmm. almost getting her there. Yeah. So she was good. And I think, you know, Hilary Swank was passable in her role as the big bad. And that final fight scene between the two of them, pretty solid like that. I think it went on a little too long, but yeah, pretty solid fight choreography all around. Also, I think you feel a little differently. This felt like a very quick movie. I think it felt pretty quick. There was a point they do the flashback thing where you said this is going to make or break the movie. And I was like, we're an hour and 15 in. How are we having a flashback at this point? It did feel it did feel quick. And there is just something kind of like 
man, you're trying about the politics. Like they're really bad. They're, it's really bad. I feel like they're just going but, for shock politics though. Yeah. Like but, everybody's just the extreme stereotype. Yeah. But it almost makes me feel superior to the director because I'm like, I could do political commentary better than you, which like makes me just as bad as the people in this movie. Man, this must say something real about me and the society we live in. There was some entertaining, that first 10 minutes at the Hunger Games-esque cornucopia going on, there was some entertaining uh, blowing up of people going on there. And it's also strung throughout the movie. This movie also, just another reason why it clearly doesn't want to engage with like real political theory, doesn't really have anything to say about like race or class. It's just there's rich and, and then there's, there's normal. Yeah. And that's it. But like they, they make jokes about cultural appropriation and stuff and being problematic. The kimono. <laughs> but they don't really get into like institutional racism or stuff. And sure, Maybe they don't need to, except they do because this is a movie about like political discourse. And it's sure America. trying to be about it. <sighs> yeah, but it just it doesn't it doesn't know how to address those. No, it's issues. everything surface level. Yeah, comparing it to Black Christmas. Okay, wh- which do you like more? This Black Christmas made me angry. The Hunt doesn't have anything to say, but Black Christmas sure did, and Black Christmas was bad at it too, while not being entertaining at any point what do you think black christmas was saying that this stuff wasn't well they're they're on two different subjects one was talking one this one's about class and the other one was about toxic masculinity uh, masculinity and feminism that is some weird ass toxic masculinity yeah because black christmas is much more specific yeah and it's one of those things where it's like well because you're getting more specific it feels like there's more, there's a lot more room for error yeah, <laughs> because of that. There's like more at stake, but here I'm not sure what you're saying. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not, it's not saying anything. This is a more exploitative film. I can enjoy the violence where mm-hmm. black Christmas, I felt bad. Well, I didn't enjoy the violence cause it wasn't good, but even if it was, I would have felt bad because of like the subject matter. Yeah. Well, and it's easy to hate almost everybody in this movie because of how, of a stereotype they are. Do you, was there any character? Cause like besides the performance of our main, I don't think there was a, a character in this movie I liked and I didn't like the main character. I just liked the performance. Uh, I, I didn't like any of the characters. Really. I liked some of the just exchanges that went on. Like when they get to the gas station for the first time, everything in the gas station is pretty fun. It is led by Ike Barinholtz, who, uh-huh. is, who is a fun person. I always find it funny whenever they go into, I have seven guns. <laughs> And they're like, wait, why? <laughs> and then and then immediately after when um, Crystal gets there and she's like, wait, cigarettes are only $6 in Arkansas. You messed up. Which, how does she know that? She lives in Mississippi. She, I don't, maybe she just, know, visited Arkansas a bunch. When there's a mass, like six people, when there's a lot of comedy to bounce off of in a sense, like when they're in the... Uh, the bunker, the bunker, the sniper, the sniping bunker. That's a lot of fun too. When everybody gets there, you know, this has been the crime of so many movies we have watched this year. I think ultimately because it is so surface level, I'm going to forget about this movie. Mm-hmm. Like in the, the action's fun and all, but it's not amazing. Uh, it definitely doesn't carry the movie. So I feel like I'm going to forget about this movie. It's just unfortunate because like this year, so much is getting delayed and pushed back and stuff out of all the movies that have come out, is this just going to be the most forgettable year for film? I mean, probably what when Sonic the Hedgehog is all I can think about. I don't remember. We saw underwater. You liked birds of prey. 
Birds of Prey did come out. Forgot about that. And Invisible Man. Invisible yeah, Man. Yeah. We didn't review Invisible Man, though. The three, the three movies I've enjoyed this year were Sonic the Hedgehog, Invisible Man, and The Photograph. But even then, I don't see any reason to revisit any of those movies. Mm-mm. It's unfortunate. And there's a lot. To, there was a lot to look forward to, in my opinion. Well, I was looking forward to a lot. Well, and luckily, a lot of that will probably come to streaming, and we can talk about that on the next episode of Hot Trash Unlimited, the COVID sessions. But first, Joe, was this movie good, bad, or hot trash? <sighs> I think you hit the nail on the head. It's forgettable. Yeah. It's unfortunately it it I it could have gotten to the point of hot trash. Like with some of the things these people are spouting out of their mouths could have been super entertaining, but they, I don't know where they missed the mark, but they missed it. There's something I do when we're hanging out and it's been late at night where I'll just start saying things. I'll just start being like, as an anarcho capitalist, (laughs) just because like I'm tired. And for some reason, my brain thinks it's funny to bring up random political philosophies. Mm -hmm. That's what this movie is, except I watched it in the middle of a Sunday afternoon, and part of me wanted to say it was hot trash just because we haven't had a good hot trash movie in a while, but the integrity of the podcast wins out. This is just a bad movie. You can skip it. Go ahead and watch, I don't know, Invisible Man's on stream. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and watch that. I don't know what we'll see next. It's kind of up in the air. Whatever uh, we're feeling. Honestly, Fantasy Island will probably be the next episode out. <laughs> Like I we're said, gonna delay. We're gonna- like I said, we have a few backlog episodes, so I might put out. I can only imagine next, just because that one's actually. I still believe you've still kept messing that up, man. That was the last movie I saw in theaters, <laughs> and I'm bummed. All right, y'all, y'all stay safe. Wash your hands.